thought you guys thought you could get rid of me. Mm-mm-mm. I'm back. This will be my first sailing yacht. Hard gonna be. None of these other chicks are gonna go for you because you're 20 years younger than me. Oh sh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Below Deck Sailing Yacht Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-captain. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? How are you doing? Ugh, not too well, Jonathan. Oh, boy. boy. I don't want to make this a depressing podcast, but do you want to fill, should we fill our friends in on how we're doing? Yes. And some, you know, some of you guys know, we told you that I have COVID and John, I think John has COVID too. And if he doesn't, he has something. Uh, He's not, he hasn't been feeling well. He's been feeling actually worse than me until today. I feel like we kind of switched today and I went from feeling good to not feeling good. It's this whole thing, but we're powering through all this. We're here for you guys. Unfortunately, we didn't podcast yesterday as we promised, but we posted on social media. We told you guys that due to our health, mm-hmm. <laughs> we just couldn't do it. It was it was too much. But we're here today. We're powering through. What would be the boat boat version? We're sailing through. That's right. Yeah. And you want to add anything to this? <laughs> no, it's a little bit of. A little bit of rough water there. For yes, very, very rough. And it's a little rougher today. I'm going to say about 50 knots, so 15 to 20 <laughs> knots. For you, <laughs> I was, and I'm just kind of coming into feeling better right now. I had a headache all day, but I feel a little bit better now. But yeah, it's a, it's another, and I, I hope it's our last COVID cast for us. I hope which, so. Which means if you can't tell if you can't hear we're still recording remotely because we're still mm-hmm. isolating from each other because i miss you miss you too <laughs> i went to cvs on tuesday to take a pcr because i was coming up negative on all of the rapid tests i went on tuesday and i'm still waiting for the results so guess i don't know what, guess what? what they said one to two days two days later they said it as a text message saying one to two days well done, CBS. Well done. Not yeah. a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. So I we're trying not to contaminate each other because if I don't have COVID, I definitely don't want COVID on top of whatever I have. Yeah. And so. I do have COVID and I don't want whatever he has if he doesn't have COVID. I think you have COVID, but we'll find I out. I have to. I must. Yeah. But Ugh. that's Ugh. neither here Am nor I right? there. Speaking of messages, we got a... A lame one from CVS, but we got a lot of nice messages from you guys checking in on us to get better soon and seeing how we were doing. So thank you for everyone who reached out. And yes, guys, we totally appreciate it. I was reading some of the messages to John on FaceTime because that's how we (laughs) communicate. Uh, We appreciate it. We appreciate your love. And I know that most of us at this point probably did have COVID. And, you know, it's unfortunate it's here. We're late to the game, but unfortunately, we are in the game. Fashionably yeah. late. Yeah, hopefully next week. I mean, I've been like this for a week, so it's it's about time. It'll it's be a about week time. tomorrow for you. you yeah. Know. Let's get over with this thing already. Yes. But you guys messaged us. Thank you. You messaged us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. So if you're not following us there, you can follow us there. You can message us if you want. You don't have to. You don't feel like you need to. But follow us there. Check out the memes. We keep you posted. As Teresa said, we posted exactly. yesterday 
that we weren't going to be able to record the pod. So if you were wondering, oh, where's the pod? It usually drops on Wednesdays. Well, we let our friends on Instagram know. So make sure you're following us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram and you will be in the know. The show. Absolutely. Okay. Also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you listen. So easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the wedding dress because it was. I loved it. Oh, please. It was so nice. It was so simple. Just long sleeves. I love it. Love it. It was so out of place for a beach wedding. Well, it was. But it was stylish and it was nice. I couldn't, I need to judge a wedding dress in context. And the context of that wedding dress was a beach with 34 kids running around celebrating well, the 4th of July. the wedding wasn't hot. The wedding was more but like that, not. But the dress, I think the dress looks so out of place and therefore I give it negative marks. I'm going to take loved away. It. I loved it. Be you. All right, well, it's your... It, it's from, it was from Kleinfeld. Did you see that? Of course it was from Kleinfeld's. I didn't. I don't know what Kleinfeld is. It's, it's like the hoity-toity dress shop. They had a... They might still have a reality show, Say Yes to the Dress. And it oh. was based... I think it was based around that shop. I like the dress. That's All what right. I'm judging. Okay. You're, you're, okay. In a, you, you're in a COVID fever. That's why you like that dress. Well, you know what? Because I don't like most wedding dresses. I actually hate wedding dresses. I find most of them not good looking. Most of them are just like me. I hate to say it. I just, I'm not a wedding dress person, but this one was really nice. Okay. Right. <gasps> Call in. Let us know. What'd you think of the wedding dress? Teresa apparently loved it. Loved it. All right. So you're following us on Instagram. You're following the pod. One last thing. If you could leave a review, please do. It makes our day. It makes our week. It makes us feel so much better. So if you haven't left a review, please, if you could rate and review on Apple, you can just rate on Spotify. It really means the world to us. It sure does. All right. Can we do my favorite segment of this podcast? Can we do boat name this segment? We do it whether we are together or apart because you know what, Parsifal Three, it's almost done with the seasons come to an end. We're almost there, but I still have trouble saying the name Parsifal Three. Okay, it doesn't just roll off the tongue like some other names could. We have one more episode, am I right? We got one more episode. Mm-hmm. But try to say it. Try to say Parsifal. 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 Say it. Parsifal. It's very hey, you easy. Can, you can barely <laughs> say it, Teresa. And so what Parsifal we do. Parsifal 3. Parsifal 3. <laughs> Parsifal. Yes. Okay. Ooh, fine. Who's the, who's the pro at the English language over fine. here? After 16 episodes, Teresa can finally say it. <laughs> but it wasn't always this easy. So we renamed the boat in accordance to the episode in accordance to what happened on the episode, we come up with our own names and we share them on this podcast in a segment we call Boat Name the Segment. Teresa, are you, are you ready for this? I am. How many names do you have? Um, let's see. I have two. Okay. Me too. And you? Oh, me oh. too. Me too. All right. Ladies first. All right. All right. All right. Okay. My first boat name for this episode is... Silavi instead of Selavi, it's Silavi. Oh, again, and it means it means that's life, right? And you know that's life. So much has happened: the wedding, Marcos burning down, burning out, whatever you call it. It's the last charter, so that's life. 
C'est la vie. C'est la vie. I love it. I hate to critique this, <gasps> but I, I would have saved it I for the. You. I would have saved it for the last, the finale. No, I have, like, I have a, I have a different name for that. You're pre-writing <laughs> names. That's not how we do this. No, I just had an idea. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Say la vie. Mm-hmm. Great. My first one. Okay. Because I think Teresa. I think we can admit this wasn't the most exciting episode. Yeah. Okay. So my first boat name, Overboard. Oh, that's pretty I was over. I was overboard watching this episode. That's good. Thank you, Teresa. That's good. I like it. Okay. That's smart. Ah, thank but you. My number two is very, just a little silly, a little too obvious. Oh but it's a, I think it's a... Majestic name for a boat. Here we go. Are you ready? The beginning of the end. Nice. Right. That is majestic. Right? Yeah. Right. I don't think I don't think I would get on that boat. But <laughs> yeah, very nice. Right. Very nice. Well, okay. Thank you. Thank you're, you. You're two for two. You're getting better at this boat naming thing as the season goes on. I don't even remember some of those early names that you had. Uh, they probably were pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. All right, my. Second and last boat name. I hope this isn't insensitive, but we had someone who was gluten sensitive on mm-hmm. on the boat. Celiac. She had celiac or has celiac disease, right? Yes. So my second name is Saliac. Ah! Sale. Saliac. That's, that's that's smart. I like it. I'm <laughs> glad you just pronounced it because I wrote down the name of the disease and I think my iPad corrected it to the Cadillac disease. Cadillac. Oh. Cadillac. And so I was kind of questioning if it's is it a Cadillac disease or not? And then I just like left it alone and I'm glad you just talked about it. So now I know. Celiac. Celiac. Yes. I like it. Look at you just playing with the with the letters. You know how I do, Theresa. Oh, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get into this episode? Yes. 18 hours until the last charter. Which means like 18 hours of partying. Why, Pretty why, much. Slow, why slow down? Why stop now? Having a good time. Yes. So the we cruise, picked up where we left off. The crew's having their catered dinner on yes. the boat, right? Gary and Scarlett being very... Very cozy. That's what I thought. It's so funny because right now like we don't watch together. We don't take notes together. And even though we don't talk about it, I feel like sometimes we make a little comments. But this was like straight up just John doing his own thing. I was doing my own thing in my quarantine, in my COVID room. And yes. look at us. Look at us. Always in sync. And you wrote that they're being cozy? Yeah. Yeah. Very cozy. I, I feel like they were, they were trying to have their own date amongst mm-hmm. everyone else. Tell me if you picked up on this. Kelsey flossing with her hair. Once again, of course. <laughs> no, but but more specifically with Gary and Scarlett. Scarlett was really trying to set boundaries now. Yes. I mean, she knows. Even though it's the last charter, she still knows. So that makes me think maybe she's not that into Gary because it is the last charter. Gary clearly wants to go out with a bang, but Scarlett doesn't want to do anything that's going to upset 
Daisy or upset the other crew member. So she's she's pumping the brakes. If she really wanted to bang, it's the last charter. Who cares? Go nuts. Well, she probably hopes that maybe she'll get hired for the next season or maybe she'll get recommendations or maybe Daisy goes on another cruise and she would bring her along. Like she's doing the right thing. She's trying to be professional. Yeah, for sure. But I also think maybe she's just not that into him because we see like a moment later, they're alone on the deck and Gary tries to sneak a kiss and she pulls away. Mm. No one was there. No one was there to see that. Maybe, maybe. I think she is into him, but I think she takes the job over Gary. Like she takes the job more seriously and her looking professional over yeah. a fling with Gary. Which is the right path yeah. to take, I think. Yes. So then we see Marcos and Colin. They're talking about the guest who has celiac. And Marcos makes a point to say how serious it actually is, how serious it actually can be. And so this kind of turns up the the level of intensity on what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. And he's stressed. He wants to Very leave stressed. on a, he wants to leave on a high note. He's presented with his biggest challenge to date. You wonder do the producers schedule this to be the final the final charter? Because we had the vegan needs. We had some other picky guests. Yeah, the crazy fake food or the yeah, uh, yes, chemical the molecular food. gastronomy. Yeah. But this is the one Marcos is stressing out the most over. So, Well, I think it's because being gluten-free because of a disease that can potentially kill you, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like everyone, he said it, he's like... Everyone has to eat that food. Like I'm not. See, I disagree. I disagree. But he's one person in one tiny kitchen. Imagine it get mixed in. Uh, but come on, it's he, the same thing. Like let's say there is someone with a crazy nut allergy, and you're making granola bars. You're not gonna make them on one kitchen counter. That I wonder if that's different because the only thing that I think of is every restaurant these days has the menu, and then you see the little GF next to certain items that's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So you could go to a restaurant and order gluten-free. They're not cooking it in a separate kitchen. No, but there is more people. Maybe they have a designated spot. I don't know how it works. Marco is one man, one man show. I just thought he cooked up some vegan dishes for our vegan. He couldn't he have cooked up gluten-free dishes for the guest with celiac. I think no, because I think I think if a vegan eats a piece of meat or a piece of an animal, they're not going to die. If this person ate They could get gluten, very sick. Well. They could. If I you guess. haven't eaten meat, if you had My dad is a vegetarian. I tried to go vegetarian for... When I was in like high school, I tried to go vegetarian. I think I lasted like six months. But then I ate a burger and I got sick because my body oh. wasn't used to. I mean, I meat. get that. But I feel like if you had a tiny piece because it got mixed in, you wouldn't die. I feel like I don't know how serious this disease is, but Marco made it sound very serious. And it so, can be serious, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I because you are on the water, you are on the sea, you want to play it safe. It's their wedding. You don't want her to end up at a hospital. Like, come on. It's not... The bride isn't the one with celiac. 
Oh, she's not? I thought it was her. No, I think it's the co-primary. I think it's Laura who's the one who has celiac. Mm. But okay. All right. Did you hear on top of no gluten, no onion, no garlic, no parsley? Well, that's just silly. That's no flavor. Who doesn't eat that? Why? Is it because of an allergy or? I'm a very picky eater. And about the only things I'll add in are onion and garlic. Well, Marcos is a pro. If anyone can do it, if anyone can handle it, he can. It's Marcos. Right. Then we see Gary in a, I'll say compromising position on the toilet. Just pooping. Pooping, but in need of some toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Who does he call? Poor Captain Glenn, who's just snacking on some M&Ms and listening to something in his headphones. You noticed he, he traded up, he traded up his matzah for M&Ms. Mm-hmm. I think he's thinking, you know, last charter, let me treat myself. <laughs> let me treat myself a little bit here. I've been good. I've been eating I mean, the matzah. Who doesn't oh. love M&Ms? Peanut M&Ms too. I oh, think. yeah. Those are really the only yeah. M&Ms that I go crazy for are the peanut m and They're like, mm-hmm. they're fun The yellow to ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're fun. You, you chew in and there's just... The uh, peanut. The peanut, the chocolate shell just mm-hmm. breaking over your teeth. I wish we had some M&Ms. There's just something tactile oh, about yeah. a peanut M&M. A regular mm-hmm. M&M, your teeth kind of sinks into it. Nah. Without the peanut, well, I would not eat it. I would not eat that shit. What's no, with that? That's not no. M&M. M&M, for me, M&M's have peanuts. They, those are the real M&M's for me. Oh, uh, see, that's not true, but the classic is the... That's how the I, the foreigner, looks at it. Really? That's the well, classic? You're nuts. Yes. <laughs> you think I, also, I also like the M&M's filled with peanut butter. It's also good. Ooh, is that Reese's Pieces? No, this is M&M's filled with peanut butter. I think those are Reese's Reese, Pieces. No. Reese's, I like the real Reese's, the Reese's Cups. Mm. All right, let's move on. I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. So then cut to the whole crew on the deck doing hurricane shots. The Canadian really left something there for the crew. Left a the mark. Hurricane. They left a mark. Made a mark. I don't get how that's fun. Maybe at a frat party in college, that's fun. But these, these are all adults here. I guess if we were in a group of six and we were all wasted, I think it would be fun. Really? Just to slap each other? Yeah. Ugh. Then they start doing body shots, right? All they kinds start, of things. They started doing fish. They started trying to do the worm. What do you, you, you call it the worm? I call it the fish. Yeah. Yours, I think your, your title, your name is more accurate because that does, looks like a fish out of water. Yeah, you like fish. Worm is like boom. Boom, boom, boom. That's not how a worm moves. No, you're right. But here in America, we call it the worm. Ugh. But they were, whatever it was, they were doing it or trying to do it. Ashley looked like a, I don't want to say because it's my favorite animal. A seal? Yeah, she kind of looked like a seal. Oh, boy. But she did it because seals are beautiful. Ashley is a, Ashley is a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> so finally around 2 a.m. everyone everyone calls it a night. And then and then the boys bunk comes alive. What was that? I was like, are they fighting, wrestling, group hugging? What's going well, on? A little game of slap and tickle. 
between the boys, I would say. Right? Just like giggling. The best part was them giggling as it was happening. Like they were having so much fun just pushing <laughs> each other around, wrestling. Just wrestling. Classic, classic boys will be boys. And they are deep in their 30s and 40s. So Yeah. But that I put a they smile. Can, they can play hurricane. That put a smile on my face because it's like, yep, no matter how old you get, boys will be boys. You get giddy. It gets late night. You start getting a little kooky. And I, I guess you start. So you, take, you would go and tickle your friend Ted? <laughs> well, not Ted, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Next morning. Everyone's hungover, clearly. But they got to get to work. Yes, they feel that tequila. Marcos slept in a little late. Yeah, that's good. He deserves it. Marcos and Colin are still sleeping. Before they actually prepare the boat for the guests, they need to clean up to themselves because that was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. You're paying the price duly. You're paying the price of the hangover. And then you're like, oh, now I got to clean up after this. Yeah, poor Captain Glenn. He's like, what the fuck are these guys? I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, he has, Glenn. He has whoa. no sympathy. He has no, no sympathy for them. I mean, they knew. They knew they have to work the next day, so. I would have kept it together. I'm sure they'll get to party after the oh, final yeah. night, right? That's what I'm hoping for, some epic party. That's because, yeah, you see on the previews, or I don't know if you watched, Gary hooks up. Gary hooks up with someone. Oh yeah, yeah I did. Do you think it's uh, maybe Daisy? Who I knows? think it's Daisy. The only tell, and Colin, if you know who this is, the person who Gary was like bringing up the stairs and making out with was holding a gray water bottle. I think it was a gray water bottle. Mm-hmm. So does Scarlett have a gray water bottle? Does Ashley? Does Daisy? L- I'm l- not sure. Definitely not Ashley. It could be Ashley. No. You don't think so? No, I think Gary, one and done. I don't think Gary wants to dive back into that water. A tiger can't change his stripes. Mm -hmm. No, not Ashley. Okay. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I think he regrets that. And I was like, he doesn't remember. Well, I was reading some things on social media, and then apparently Gary was saying that he regrets that he hooked up with Ashley, even though he doesn't fully remember. And then some people are giving Ashley shit that she used Gary and then because he was intoxicated and all kinds of things. But bottom line is that Gary regrets it. And so I don't think he would go there again. All right. Do you want to put a bet down on who it is that he's going to hook up with? I am going to... uh, I'm going to say Daisy. I'm going to say Daisy. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Lock it, lock it in for Daisy. All right. How about the, how about the flashback we got of when Glenn almost married a couple on the charter, <laughs> but the couple got so drunk and started fighting. And they got a divorce. They, they broke up a few days later. That's what Glenn said. He's like, yeah, they probably broke up after the charter. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen this time because I have a little inside knowledge. Okay. Tell us. So we had a little extra research time this week, right? We got mm-hmm. got a day extra. So I was on the internet. So I was on Instagram. And Allegra, who is the bride, and mm-hmm. Gabe, the, the groom, they got married in 2020 
in June of 2020 in Sedona. Oh. Yeah, they posted a photo on Instagram. So. But here's, so here's the thing. Her caption, she wrote, how lucky am I that I get to marry you and I get to do it again next year? Oh, okay. So maybe she knew, like they did a small COVID wedding in the desert and then she knew they were going to do one with friends or something. Which is also a small COVID wedding. True. Anyway. True. But yeah, so, so she was married. They were married already. Nice. So I don't think I don't I think like they're a nice couple. Off. I mean, te- dating for ten years—it's about time. Am I right? That's I think sure. I am right. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. A new charter. The guests are coming soon. You wanna talk about them coming in? Is there well, anything else I missed? Not really. Kelsey and Gary tender them in. Yeah. They did this when they got on the boat. They did this strange editing technique where they like highlighted the bride and then they highlighted the groom. I missed that. Because they were all standing there like they normally do. Yeah. And then they just put this and I was like, is this foreshadowing? Like is something about to happen? Why are they highlighting them? But then nothing spectacular. I I missed that. Maybe because they are getting married. Yeah. So they want to make sure we know who's the bride, who's the groom. But you think, okay, do this for the primaries then every guest. But that they don't. Be, yeah, because I feel like the primaries usually walk and greet Glenn first. This is a whole new thing when they get to the boat on the tiny boat. Yeah. So. How about the the names on these people? Did you catch Allegra, some of these names? Allegra. Virgil. Isn't Allegra, isn't it a drug? For something. Uh, yeah, I think that's how she made all her money. I think she is the heir to the allergy medicine. No, are you kidding? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, was, I, I believe you for just a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an allergy medicine. But in Italian, I think it's an Italian name. I think it means joyful. I looked it up. I didn't write okay. it down. But Allegra, Virgil, Mally, or May, like the names... On these guests. Yeah, but the guests are the least crazy looking out of everyone. What do you mean? Who's the most? No, no, no. Not crazy looking, but they look the most normal. Compared to who? Compared to other people. Like, they don't have any fake boobs. They don't, no one has extreme tan. No one has fake long hair. Uh, no one has crazy makeup. compared makeups. to the other guests yes. of the other season? Other charters, yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, they all look very normal. I don't want to say basic. That's not the right word, but very like, like most of us. They look like college kids. They yeah, look like, kind of young. They look pale. Most of them don't have any boobs. I get that. So Yeah, they're one of us, except for the fact yes. that they can afford this boat. Yeah. Yeah. One of them must be rich. One of them. Yeah, I would have imagined the primaries, but we don't really... Is the groom a primary? No. So the primary is the one with celiac, Laura, and her husband, Matt. I think his name is Matt. Mm. Yeah. Don't know too much about them, though. Yeah. I don't even know what they look like. Because, again, they all look... There was nothing distinctive about their looks. Hmm. Okay. Very, very normal people. Okay. Yeah. 
So then Allegra asks Daisy for a steamer because, as she says, her dress is giant and she folded it up to fly. And that was my first tip that she was not dressing appropriately for a beach wedding. I think it was fine. My question is, I think it would look much better if they married on the boat, not on the busy, ugly beach. Even if that beach, and we'll get to it, even if that beach was deserted, the setup that the crew put together did not look good. Horrible. It would have been much better. Ashley, Ashley was like, well, now I can put wedding planning on my resume. Ashley, I would not. As long as you don't include photos, sure. Yeah, I would not. Okay. So, okay. They start to sail. Champagne is flowing. Espresso martinis are being sipped. Cut to the classic. Draws flying open, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful looking gluten-free food. Classic Marcos. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in the kitchen getting to work. And the lunch is sashimi tuna. Mm-hmm. Sashimi tuna? Did I just add an S? Shashimi? Yes, it's all gluten-free. Sashimi tuna, it's brown sashimi. rice, salmon, paprika oil. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It looks good, right? Then after lunch, the, the rope swing is seeing a lot of action late in the season. Yes, but this one almost, almost killed them. Well, the first <laughs> guest gives it a go. Fine. Does well. Second, does well. And then Gabe, the groom, goes. And maybe his favorite movie is Titanic, and that's why he wanted to get married on a boat. Because his quote would be, I'll never let go, Allegra. I'll never let go. <laughs> because he doesn't let go of the rope. And he comes back and he almost hits the pole. No, he did hit the pole or whatever I, that was. Like if he was swinging a little faster and he hit it with his face, I would not yeah. want to see the wedding photos. And then <laughs> and then he would let go of the rope and fall and hit his neck on the side of the boat. It was so, so dangerous. I was so nervous watching that scene. Yes. What a, what a moron. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it was tough. All right. After that, let's take a quick break. Okay. Can we take a quick break? Yes. Refill our teas, and we'll come back in a second. Does that sound good? Yes, let's do All it. Right, let's take a break, and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Ahoy, Jonathan. Ahoy, Teresa. <laughs> Look at you. You remember. <laughs> I always remember. I just didn't know if you're going to remember the ahoy uh, or the hello, Jonathan. I'm a cap co-captain. Of course, yeah. I'm, I remember ahoy. Take the wheel. Let's let's pick up right after the rope swing when the guests hop on the tender to explore the caves. Is that what the tiny boat is called? It's a tender? It's a tender. I call it the tiny boat. No, it's tender. It's short for chicken tender. But because <laughs> it looks like a chicken tender, that's why they named it that. <laughs> I, I almost believe you. <laughs> I'm seeing what I can get away with now. <laughs> But this this is this was a stretch. Yeah. This was a stretch. <laughs> Do you feel like these guests are just very active? They dropped their bags, did a line of cocaine, and are just like, go, go, go. 
I don't think they did cocaine. I think they're very mellow. But wait, is cocaine not gluten free? I don't know. That's Maybe a good they, question. They drop the bags. They're eating lunch. They're going on the rope swing. They're exploring the caves. Yeah. Like, they just got there. Normally, the last charter, they were face down in, in the lounge chair while the dolphins swam by. <laughs> was it the last charter? Uh, no. It was I don't think it was the Canadians. So yeah. The Canadians were very active. They just wanted to play games and do fun stuff. That's true. That's true. The Siemens These Cup. Guys just, they're just trying to explore the surroundings. I'm down. I would love to explore that little water cave. I know. It did look beautiful. So while they're out exploring... On the boat, Daisy and Gary are having a little conversation. Now, this, this we need to talk about. Because Daisy is asking Gary if he thinks he'll get married soon. Gary's not sure. But he's like, I want kids. I want a girlfriend. But not long distance. So it needs to be a yachty, Daisy. Mm -hmm. And Ashley and Scarlett overhear it. You see, I kind of missed this whole thing. Okay, I remember so this... the scene, and I'm just waiting for you to tell me about it. Okay, so <laughs> Ashley and Scarlett overhear it, and Scarlett's like, wait, what are they talking about? That's, that's what I picked up. And Ashley goes, hooking up. Yes, I heard that. Which isn't true that they're not talking about hooking up. Because Ashley's a, a savage. A saboteur. Ashley's yeah, she, trying to sabotage. because Ashley is the worst. They're having, I mean, to, to be fair, Gary is flirting with Daisy in a way by saying, oh, it needs to be a yachty if I'm going to mm -hmm. be with them. Daisy, you're a yachty. So he is flirting, but they're not talking about hooking up. They're no. having a conversation about kids and marriage and yeah, yachting. They are in their mid thirties, and yeah. it's sometimes it's the time. I'm not saying it has to be the time for everyone. It doesn't, but a lot of people in their mid thirties do think about stuff like this unless they already are married or have kids. And yeah, it seems like an honest conversation between two colleagues who live this lifestyle and understand what it takes to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm under these circumstances. But Ash is just like, yeah, they're talking about hooking up. And Scarlett goes, I'm over it. And with that, Ashley has sabotaged Scarlett and Gary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure she feels good about that. Oh, she loves it. Oh, yeah, if, oh, yeah. If I can't have him, nobody can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ashley's right. literally my least favorite person. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, right? I would agree. Ah, uh, uh, Okay. Okay, so remember when we read the preference sheet and there was this astrological or some party or something like that, science Ast party? Astrological rave. Yes. Yeah. But that was it. It was, a, it was a science party. Like, show me what time are you? Yeah, and I've never been to Burning Man, but I imagine it is something like this, where yes. everyone is dressed in these weird costumes that only make sense to them because I didn't, I didn't get it. They, but I'm not they into were, I'm not They into had astrology. like astrological signs on their faces and. Yeah, I don't, but I don't understand that. I don't get if someone's like, oh, I'm a Libra. I don't know what that means. Me neither. But I, I know that I'm a Pisces and you're a Pisces. And some of the traits of Pisces, 
I think they apply to us. Not all of them, but some. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like we're we're creative. Check. We're emotional. Check. Wait, um, check is check is a sign of being Pisces. You're being you're being a little funny over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but I'm sure if we looked at any sign, we would be able to be like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure we could make sense of any sign. I think also like part of being a Pisces is like you kind of live in your own world, which we do. Is that we true? live in our own it's little true. world. That's true. And we love it. Yeah, I guess it, it was an interesting party to say the least. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can have a Pisces party because Pisces party. it's just the two of us and we're both uh-huh. Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Let's you know what we that. call Pisces in Czech? No, but you're going to tell me. Fish. You're the they fish are. sign. Yeah, I know. But that that's how we say it. We just say fish, like riba, fish. No. So what's a Libra? Or Leo? Leo is left. Lion. Yeah. So you're just translating the animal. <laughs> yes, we're being very honest about okay. it. Like Pisces, what's Pisces? That sounds silly. Fish? Exactly, yeah. that's who you are. You're a fish. If you guys are into astrology, call in and tell us, are we, from what you can tell, are we classic Pisces? Because I don't know what that means, but... I think someone... we are, and myself more so than you. Okay. <laughs> You can't pin me down to just one sign. <laughs> All right, let's talk about dinner because I hate to say it, but Laura, I think, is is on the hook for this dinner. Laura, is she the gluten-free? She's the one with celiac. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. All kinds of all kinds of food. One of them is spaghetti. I it's, not spaghetti. All kinds of, it's not all kinds of food. First course, vodka tomato soup. Second, shishito pepper. And third is gluten-free spaghetti. Oh, gluten-free spaghetti. Okay. okay. Uh, you can tell, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame it on the gluten-free mandate. You can tell Marcos is a little handcuffed by this. Mm-hmm. Because come on, soup and pasta, that's like a hospital lunch. That's what you, if you went to the hospital to visit your grandfather and you had to go down for lunch, you'd be like, yeah, I'll get the soup and the pasta. But the food is from Marcos, not from Panera Bread. I so. know, but still, you last charter he was doing molecular gastronomy and now he's making Because that's soup. what they asked for. But now he's making soup and pasta. Because that's what they asked for. How many options no. do you have when you, when you gluten-free, no onion, no parsley, and no garlic? What do I you want to do with that? I know. And Laura, who is the one with celiac, is like, this is definitely because of my allergy. I'm sorry. And everyone's like, no, it's it's good. It's so good. Don't worry. They know they could yeah. have gotten something way better. But God if, damn it, Laura. You better pay for all this. Yeah, she probably, she probably was <laughs> yeah. paying for it if she was the primary. That's why they didn't complain. Of course. But, I mean, compared to the other courses that we've seen, on this season. That's very true. Tomato soup, gluten-free spaghetti, and shishito peppers. Come on. And I'm not shaming Marcos. It's got to be super tough. But this was, it looked lackluster. It could have been and let's delicious. Not, let's not forget that besides all this, he's working on that big cake. That's gluten-free. Which, okay, this pisses me off too because they already got married. They've already had a wedding cake probably. And so now you're going to make Marco stay up all hours of the night, 
blood, sweat, and tears into this cake. You've already been married. You probably already had a wedding cake. Just make this something else. Make but, it gluten-free dessert. But maybe this dessert. was the main wedding. Maybe. So I guess. don't shit on that. We, okay. We were just recently judging someone who did not have a cake at their wedding. That's true. So it's very true. We're hard to please, guys. Don't <laughs> us, don't invite us to your wedding. We're very hard to please. Is that is that a sign of Pisces? Is that a Pisces? Classic something Pisces. Pisces or classic Pisces. Um, speaking of this wedding cake, though, ladies, hold on to your panties because the way Marcos described putting this mm-hmm. cake together, he he's going to treat it like a woman. A lot of love, a lot of passion, touching over here, touching over there. <laughs> I'm going to make it moist and perfect and then give it the... Chef's kiss. He's going to chef's kiss that mm-hmm. that cake. That was one special cake. What is one special cake. Well said, Teresa. It's a very mm-hmm. sensual, very sensual episode between the boys wrestling and Marcos. <laughs> the way he treats his cake. It's special. <laughs> Did he say that the oven is too small? So he's like bake it several times or yeah, something? Yeah, think it's three tiers yeah. so they can't fit at all i'm telling you they're marcos can't catch a break this is the last one then yeah. he can catch a break and open his restaurant in la and do all that kind of things cash in on on the fame we'll yes. definitely go we'll definitely i would he, love to take all our money marcos uh don't take all our money but take most take, of it take some take yeah. some all right. You Next guys tech. probably know who is the financially responsible person in our relationship. Yes. <laughs> Next day. It's it's the it's the morning and Teresa the the bride and the groom haven't written their vows yet. Sounds sounds so familiar. That's what I was gonna say, Teresa. Well, I okay, okay, okay. I know you're gonna shit on me. I did write my vows, I forgot to bring them from my phone to a piece of paper because I told John, no technology. It looks silly, right? Teresa, Teresa has a no phone policy. She doesn't care about the studio. If you're recording music, David or Benny, if, you, if you're recording music in the studio, she doesn't care. Bring your cell phone at a wedding. At least if you're getting married, if you're on display, if you're at the altar, it's a no phone policy. I even asked some of the guests, I'm like, don't take photos. Like we can have, we have a photographer, enjoy. I don't want everyone to be holding their phone. It's silly. It is. You'll, you'll see, you'll be at a wedding and no shame if you're one of those brighter grooms who had I mean, my dad sneaked a few photos and he was one of the people I told you, told him not to. Well, I'm just saying if you are at the altar and you're reading your vows off your phone Mm -hmm. in 20 years, it's going to be a telltale sign of how retro your wedding was because everyone's <laughs> going to have Google Glass or wherever they're going to be reading Neuralink or wherever their vows will be coming to them from. It's going to be like, oh, look at how old-fashioned you are with an iPhone. Well, I'm not shitting on that, and everyone can do whatever they like. I was my thing, and I told you several times, like, don't forget to write your vows on a piece of paper, and guess who forgot? It was you- me writing vows on a piece of paper, like half an hour before I was walking down the aisle. <laughs> but you did have them in your phone written out. Yeah. You just didn't, you needed to transcribe yes. them over yes. to paper. Yes. yes. So they, I guess they have not written their vows yet, but 
they'll they'll do it. Yes. In time. They, they have so, some time. Breakfast is served, zucchini muffins, lobster Benedict, regular Benedict. That looks good. Does look pretty good. And Daisy explains explains the plan, which is head to the beach for drinks and hang out and then back to the boat for dinner. Yes. Did you hear Marco saying that his mom is actually a pastry chef? Oh, yeah. And so he's trying to make her proud with this cake. Yes. Yes. That's where and he learned how to make that cake so sensually. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's it good. Makes sense. He comes from a long line of bakers and chefs, mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. like. I can also bake. Yeah, you can. I can. I just don't do it often because we don't eat it. You're good in the kitchen. I'm very good in the kitchen. I'm no Marcos. I'll, no. I'll say it. I don't think anyone is. No. But One of but a kind. One of a kind. So then did you see the guests? They took out these fun little sea bob things, like motorized floats. Yes, I saw that. I'm telling you, this is a very active group of people. Do you think they brought it or was it on... Oh, no. no, that's on the boat. Oh, see, lovey. <laughs> sail, lovey. <laughs> you're trying to say sail, lovey, right? No, sea as the ocean. Oh, no, should we sail, lovey? Why? Because it's a sea, lovey. No, the actual saying is say, lovey. It's say, lovey. So, it's say, lovey. Right, so sail is closer sound. Ah, I was like, why are you butchering my name? No, sail, Avi. And I thought Ah. you were butchering your own name. (laughs) No, I came up with sea, Avi. No, sail, Avi, I think Ah, is a little stronger. All right, each their own. So then the bride and the groom sit down with Glenn to talk wedding logistics. And they're like, we'll do our own vows, short and sweet, because we haven't written them yet. So it'll be really off the dome. But... You'll open it up, Glenn. You'll throw it to us and then you'll read this. And Glenn's like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's (laughs) not even a legit wedding. I have zero power, so do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Well, off to the beach. Yes. Off to the beach. So, okay, I, I think I saw Gary Ashley, Colin and Barnaby going there first. And they saw the beach being full, like literally full. This thing, it looked like Daytona Beach during spring break. It was packed. Packed. And Glenn, I think he saw or knew it was going to be packed because he's like, when you get there, set up as wide as possible so you can discourage people from getting close. Yeah, but still, I mean, do you want to have a half-naked obese man in your wedding photos behind you? I don't think so. No, it looked terrible. This was not where anyone should be getting married. I would love to. I would love to get married on a sail yacht, right? Not on the beach. The sand and all that. (laughs) Especially when you have the the expensive yacht right there. And it's funny because we always say, oh, you can do a beach wedding for cheap. Just go to a public beach and bring your friends. Yeah. This is maybe what I would expect if you went and did that. If yeah. you're spending tens of thousands to charter a boat, I would not expect this type of beach wedding. No, I imagine on the Parsifal, there is the sun is going down, Captain Glenn and the front, beautiful. And what I love about this, because it's it's terrible and I feel bad, but again... They are already married. But what I love about this is you can't make it up. Like production didn't bring in 50 people to create this Mm storyline. This is real. 
This is yes. legit. So that's yes. why I love Below Deck because all this drama is real. And someone said, I don't know who, if it was Gary or Barnaby, someone's like, they should have done it on the beach. I mean, on the boat. On the boat. Like, yeah. Yes, they totally. should have. Totally. And I honestly, I thought they're going to turn around, go back to the boat and tell them, hey guys, the beach is out of control. Let's just do a beautiful wedding here. But I didn't. Nope. nope. They they try to make the best of it. They They set up, Ashley becomes the wedding planner, taking the lead. And... We kind of said it at the top of the show. It looked like a dollar store wedding. Like it, it had like the fake flowers, all different colors around the aisle. What's that? The plastic flowers, the cardboard Mr. and Mrs. sign that was hanging off the ten. It it was not classy. If I saw it as a bride, I would tell Getty like just turn it around. I'm yeah. not, I'm not doing this. You go to Kleinfeld for your wedding dress and spend however many tens of thousands of dollars on it. And then you come out to this dollar store wedding. <laughs> it's not a good look. No, but it's happening. Gary brought all the guests in. He went back yes. for the bride. She was a little nervous, but if she was already married. Did you see they had to carry her off the boat because yeah. of her dress? Like she was mm-hmm. so not dressed appropriately for this. She should have done it like a, Pamela Anderson, just wear a bikini, white bikini. Everyone else in the party, in the wedding party, they were all wearing white dresses, first of all, but they were all more appropriate as a wedding dress. Yeah, but it was a beautiful dress, so I get it. You I it. get it. I, lo- it. I truly loved it. And then Colin strumming the six string. Oh, yeah. Laying down that romance over there. Yeah. <laughs> so the wedding begins... And Glenn launches into his speech. He's like, I wish Captain to- Glenn was wearing something a little, a little nicer. Yeah, no one in the crew is really that. No, dread. They were wearing their their normal blacks, right? Yeah, yeah. Glenn could have stepped it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was doing his thing. We come here today to celebrate the coming together of two lives. Yada yada yada. And then Gabe and Allegra exchanged their vows, which sounded like. They were copied off Google's first result when but you search wedding They were crying. Well, that's probably what they did. Yeah. But they were crying. It was emotional. Except, tell me if you picked up on this. I'm pretty sure Allegra stole a line from Friends. What did she say? She's like, it's always been you. It's always been you, Yeah, Gabe. that's what that's what Ross told Rachel. Yeah. It's always been you. How she, do you know? You don't even like friends. Because I knew she didn't come up with that. I knew that was something I've heard before. And so I Googled, it's always been you, quote, and friends came up. Mm. So she ripped that from friends and the rest she ripped from Google's first search result. And that's okay. Not We all are not writers. No, but... So. Could, you could, we are all our own authentic people and can put our own spin on something. That's true. I was trying I to make thought, my vows a little funny. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you laughed a little. You yeah. cried a little. I think <laughs> I, I was successful. Yeah. Well, speaking of funny, here was the funniest part. So Allegra, they finish. They say, I do. They get married. And Allegra tosses the bouquet. Mm-hmm. Daisy catches oh, it. Oh, yeah. Gaddy's like, shit. 
Gary sprints off into the ocean. He's like, I'm not marrying you, Daisy. <laughs> I, I, I laughed at that part because that was actually funny. I feel like if they ended up together eventually one day, I think they can make it work. But they've yeah. watched each other hooking out with other people and all that. So I thought there was sexual tension and I thought, okay, Daisy definitely wants to bang Gary. I don't know if Gary wants to bang Daisy. But this episode actually made me think it's more of a brother-sister type. Maybe, yeah. Because they were doing the hurricane shots. Mm -hmm. And Daisy and Gary did one to each other, right? She slapped him. And he spit the shot back in her face. And I'm like, that's kind of like playful. That's not very flirty. I like guess. I would never, I would never spit in your face. I hope not. But I would, but like I would do that to my sister when I was in elementary school or middle school. Like it felt mm. very brother sister playful. Okay, and you so, might be right. Know. So let's see who he's gonna bank. Let's next see. Time. Let's see. It all comes down to episode seventeen. All right. That all is right. That was not my it. favorite episode. I'm gonna. You know what? It was. Actually, my least favorite. Yeah. You know why? Because favorite. of the lack of action, the lack of beautiful food, the lack That's of... True. Yeah, drama. the lack of drama. Exactly. And no one was wasted. Yeah. There was no big you, party. Yeah. That's why I named it Overboard. I love it. I think actually you won the naming game Yeah. on this if, episode. I think that Gabe's, was point on. If he smacked back into the boat then maybe we would have had a good episode and as you said it would be all bruised for the wedding photos then we would have had something here yes but no, that was a pretty, didn't happen. pretty tame episode mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but what are you gonna do you can't win them all we got what we got thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed the podcast at least we hope this was the last covid cast because it's yes. so tough to do it's, these separately. it is tough and we hope that the sound, I hope we sound good, but if we don't, I hope you will not turn us off. Yes. I mean, if well, you're if listening you... <laughs> right now, you probably didn't. <laughs> you guys are real friends. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you for all the beautiful messages again. We're getting there. Yes. Hopefully by this weekend, we will be 100%. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for messaging us. Like Teresa said, if you're not following us on Instagram, please do at Married to Reality Pod. Please subscribe, follow the podcast. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot. And I'm going to repeat it as the beautiful wedding dress because All right. I can't help. I can't help. I loved it. To each their own. And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. You can rate on Spotify. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That's it. I've said it all, Teresa. I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time, from an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.